Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Football Chat with myself, Chris Coughlin, and Bal Baines. How are you doing, Bal? You good? Yes, not too bad, not too bad, buddy. How are you? Uh, not bad. My my back is burnt to a crisp. Uh, got, my, my parents told me to get some sun in the back garden, so I did, and this is the result here, which is uh, not great. But uh, <laughs> let's put that to one side and uh, and focus on uh, focus on the football. Uh, we've got plenty of good stuff to talk about, including this. Claude Makalele. Oh yes, Chris. Makalele was that good? He got a role named after him. Yeah, the Makalele role. Yeah, <laughs> he's that good. Today's episode, we're going to focus on our next instalment of the perfect player that we've been doing over the last few weeks. Uh, we've been talking about loads of stuff, right foot, left foot, pace, shot power, physique, heading, game intelligence and mentality. And this week, uh, for episode four, we are going to be focusing on uh, the vision of players, stamina, flair and which player would, which we would include. Uh, for our strength. So, plenty of good options, Valve. Uh, I'll let you kick off with uh, vision because I think it's kind of similar to game intelligence when we look at last week. I think a few kind of similar players featured. Um, but who who would you give the ball and expect them to have eyes in the back of their head, if you like? Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I, I agree when you say about the game intelligence and vision being sort of like similar players because I'm looking at my list. And I agree with you. Like, I think immediately pops to mind is Kevin De Bruyne as yep. having just excellent, excellent vision and just seeing a pass before anyone else does. Uh, so I think he's definitely in a top. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely up there in terms of vision. And also Coutinho. I've literally just written him down. <laughs> as like a, like a topic point. I've literally, when you said Coutinho then, I literally written the out. <laughs> the second great, though yeah that's like I remember when he started off at Liverpool and he came with this little magician and these outside of the foot passes I remember he, he set he set storage up for a goal with like a, a through ball with the outside of his right foot down the middle yeah. of the pitch oh, um, yeah. I mean mad to think he's you know, 28 now um, but yeah he, he's certainly one that's right up there isn't he yeah, no. When he um, when he left, because I always I was always a fan of him uh, playing for Liverpool, and when he didn't quite make it at Barcelona, or he just didn't fit in right, that that hurt me on a personal. Yeah. Level. And then he's gone to Bayern Munich, and I don't know if they're going to take his loan spell or what is going on with his contract. But I love the way he's just fitted into that Bayern Munich team so 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 well. Yeah, so yeah. That was it, a massive it, positive for me. Next to Bayern, I think he, he's. In the last few months, he's, again, he kind of started off almost like a bit of a Barcelona hangover, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because for Barcelona, look, South American lads, Barcelona come calling, you're very rarely, if ever, going to turn yeah. them down. Exactly, yeah. So, and, you know, as Liverpool fans, you look at it like selling Coutinho paid for Van Dijk and Alisson. I, so, I'd take that. I'd take that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That. Um, Is there any yeah, other yeah, players you've got? Yeah. You've got? Uh, the players I've got, like... I might as well just just reel them off here, mate. I'll save the one that I've I'll save the one that I've chosen. Uh, but like I've got a big big old list here. Got it. Guti, if, if not for the assist that you sent me the other week, yes, the, the back of the assist. Of course, that that, um, that uh, deserves an honourable mention, definitely. Oh, honestly, just majestic. Doesn't get enough credit, Guti. Um, Kroos, Özil, Iniesta, who you said last week for game intelligence. 
David Silva, Dennis Bergkamp, Xabi Alonso, Steven Gerrard. All all world-class players. Yeah, we are talking about a top, top calibre of player when it comes to to this. And uh, the one I've chosen is... He is right at the top. When when you talk about midfielders throughout history, he is one that you have to look at. And it's Andrea Pirlo for me. Wow, okay, cool. He, He honestly... Just utterly majestic. There was, I think it was the, the world, yeah, it was rather, if I can get my word out, it was the World Cup semi final um, when Italy won it in 2006. It's like the very dying moments of extra time. And he's got the ball outside the box, it lands at his feet. And he, it looks like there's nothing on. And he picks a pass that very few players in the world would have been able to pick for yeah. Grosso, who sweeps it into the bottom corner. And that was the 119th minute. Under that amount of pressure to set up a goal like that. And the calmness of the man. I mean, even if you go back to 2012 when, when he chipped Joe Hart in the penalty shootout. Yeah, the panicker, yeah. Even you can class that as vision, as him knowing what's going to happen and just going yeah. down the middle, there you go. And exactly. he, just got, he, he just got better with age. He's like a fine wine, Andrea. Yeah. He, really he, said, he, he said in an interview that Joe, Joe Hart was being kind of cocky and he wanted to knock him down a peg. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what better way? Um, a great player, but that's not the person I've gone for. I've mentioned a few, but that's not the one I've gone for. Um, as Liverpool fans, I think I might get slated slightly for this person. But if I was looking at it from an unbiased, neutral point of view, I think, personally, I think he rivals uh, Pirlo, the man you went for. And I've gone for Paul Scholes, just really? in terms of, because obviously we're not allowed to use the same player twice. And I don't know about you, but I found this very, very difficult. Um, obviously, a Man United legend, um, so I probably shouldn't be saying those names anyway. But <laughs> um, I've gone for Scholes, just A, from what he did on the pitch, and B, from what his teammates have said. Oh, on yeah. How, on how he used to ping a ball left, right and centre, uh, there's a story about Ronaldo trying to hit a tree. Uh, yeah, in a tree, yeah. Like, yeah. just far away. And he tried, like, six, seven times and couldn't do it. And Skulls goes, I'll watch this, and just did it with one. And I think that story alone, along with, obviously, the stuff he'd done on the pitch and picking people out and the vision and the eyes he had, I think for that, as painfully as it much to say, being a Liverpool fan, I think I'm going to go with uh, Paul Skulls. He's just someone you have to admire, isn't he? I mean, when, when I think he scored, well, he scored the goal in Barcelona, uh, the, the absolute blockbuster yeah. from about thirty yards. The rocket, yeah, yeah. And he was, he was in his thirties at the time. He was someone else that just, you know, and then he retired, and then he came back, and he yeah. got straight into the Manchester United midfield with exactly. a pair of boots that he had that he had for ages, and he hadn't gone out to buy a new pair of boots. He just yeah. bought the old, he just got the old ones that he used to use. Um, <laughs> yeah, when you look at you see, because I was trying to create a Premier League eleven of all English players throughout the years, and then when you get further up the pitch, it's more difficult because then you say who do you put in the wide areas if you are you know, if you're going to go four three three if you're going to go four four two. My mind, I would just have. I would have Gerard and Lampard side by side. And this was a great question, wasn't it? How to fit all three. And Skulls ended up getting put out to the out yeah. to the wing often than not. Um, and Skulls is kind of like the holding. I don't get why you couldn't have Gerard Lampard and then Skulls behind them. Yeah. yeah but on, on, 
on paper, that's a great lineup, but in reality, Gerard and Lampard just didn't work. Honestly, I, don't, I don't know why. I do not know why. Both world-class players, I don't know if it's this club rivalry thing. I don't know what it was. I don't know if Lampard understood Gerard's with a Scouse accent. It's so painful to look back in it and think mm. England had the, arguably at the time, each of their powers, three of the top five centre mids in world football. Yeah, golden generation. Oh, it wasn't possible to fit them all together. Yeah. That is that is just utterly ridiculous, isn't it? Really, when you look at it. Yeah. Uh, Pirlo and Skulls. Pirlo and Skulls. Oh, oh man. That that that's naughty. That is. <laughs> that that is lovely. That that really is because I think Pirlo as well. But his free is 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 set piece taken as well for me. Kind of just he, that he edged it because of that ahead of other players because uh, even. Um, he used to try, I used to try and have a go. I was obviously I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to claim I'm Andrea Pirlo here. <laughs> but when the way Pirlo hit the ball, it used to travel with such swerve and ferocity without him actually hitting it that hard. So you're saying a bit like um, a bit like a Roberto Carlos, a, a bit like a knuckleball kind of thing. Yeah, like he always used to kind of cut across it, but never that hard. And his body almost like his, so he hit it with say with his right, and his left foot would come off the ground a little bit. And yeah. I tried to tried that so often, to not a lot of effect. But, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, man. But yeah, no, his, he's um, just all round. His, his vision was incredible. Um, yeah, he's a definitely a pleasure to watch. Definitely a pleasure yeah. to watch. So stamina. Who who for you? Tired after after ninety or even one hundred and twenty minutes. <sighs> That's, um, I think I'm going to go for, I think, Kante. Golo Kante has got to be up there. What he did for Leicester and what he's doing now for Chelsea, he just, I don't think I've ever seen him walk. He's always running. <laughs> always well, running on a pitch. Well, well um, um, I'm trying to think. that I've definitely, I've definitely seen Leicester fans say uh, 30% of the world covered by, uh, no, 70% covered, 70%, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> 70% of the world is covered by water. The other 30% is covered by Angola Cante. <laughs> exactly. He's just, yeah, just covers every blade of grass on, on a yeah. pitch. And I remember um, Ranieri saying, having a Cante in your team is like having like, an extra person. Just because he covers so much ground and just, yeah, he's just everywhere. And you expect him, obviously he's a box of box. And he just, yeah, I, I can't, I think have, I'd rather have him on my team than play against him. Oh, absolutely, just, absolutely. You wouldn't is have it... a moment's rest. You would not have oh, a moment's oh. rest. Is, is he who you've gone for? He, he isn't, actually. Um, he is an honourable mention. And I also want to give one to uh, Fabrice Mwamba for being yeah. so fit. He had, a, yeah. he had a heart attack on the top yeah, of the pitch. Of so if you're talking about stamina, I think he's got to be up there. But the person I've gone for is a current player who's playing now. And... Every preseason, he always, and I think you know who I'm about to say. Every preseason, he always is a top in terms of fitness level, and in terms. Did you do any lactate tests by any chance? Yes, it's a lactate <laughs> test. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I've gone for Millie, uh, James Milner, uh, as my perfect footballer for stamina. Honestly, 
his versatility as well. That season that he got put a left back, mm. and he was just absolutely fantastic there, wasn't he? Did a job. And he again, he's another in his thirties now. He just looked after himself so well. Yeah. That you don't know how long he can carry on for. Exactly. Yeah. He, he is just so good at that. Even he started against uh, Barcelona in the second leg. Then Robertson has to go off injured. Yes. Yeah. And then Milner goes to left back, and it's like nothing's happened. It's like nothing's yeah. changed. Yeah. Honestly, it, it, how far he can stumble down the pitch? Because you forget he's he's been here. I've been in the game since he was 16 at Leeds. Yeah. One time, or the youngest ever Premier League goal scorer. And that just shows his durability. And I don't think he wants to stop more than anything. He's yeah, signed no. a contract that I know a lot of Liverpool fans would be very happy with. Yeah. Um, and I can see I can see him. I can see him being a cracking coach. Yeah, no, he I would. really he's, can. He's done, he's done most of it in the game. And I yeah. think he, what, did you say he's thought 34, 35? Yeah. And if he's beating... What, and Trent's, what, 19, 20? He's beating people that are 14, 15 years younger than him on this on this bleep test, or this lactate test. Just oh. incredible. And I think for that, it's, it's just a machine. And also, um, Dirk Cow, I wanted to say as well. Yeah, um, he never stopped. Yeah, he was known as the Liverpool work, workhorse. That's a great show, actually. Yeah. Uh, Milner last season, do you remember the celebration thing? It's hard when he got the walking stick out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The old, the old man, the old man still, uh, still on fire. Um, for me, um, first of all, am I going to go for a fullback or a wingback? Because the energy they, I, I always said in school, never have been a winger or a wingback. Mm. Maybe not. Well, I definitely couldn't have been a wingback in terms of just up and down, up and down, up and down, attack, defense, attack, defense. Because as a fullback now. You've got to get involved. Yeah. The modern day fullback, the modern day wingback, you can't not get involved. Otherwise, it's almost like you're playing with a player less. Yeah, it's an excellent option for for the attack, isn't it? Yeah. Now, often now, if you watch a game and you look where the two centre backs are, the two fullbacks are about ten yards in front of them positionally. Yeah. So it's pretty much the two centre backs, maybe three, doing the business defensively. And then the other, the wingbacks get involved, and then when there's a break, you've just got to cope. You've just got to hope that everyone tracks back on time. Yeah. Um, the players that I, you know, I, I honourable mentions: Robertson, Andy Robertson, yeah. not not least for the the moment against Manchester City a few years ago when he chased the ball like a headless chicken. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just an amazing moment. Um, Claude McAuley. Oh yes, Chris. Um, Makaleli, is that good? He got a role named after him. Yeah, the Makaleli role, yeah. <laughs> He's that good. Um, Ch- sorry, uh, obviously Chelsea, Real Madrid, uh, Fabinho, uh, then Vieira and Petit. Petit. Ah, oh, the awesome, Arsenal. Yeah. Petit popped into my head because he had the energy in the 93rd minute of the World Cup final to run onto the end of a pass and, yeah. beat, and score for France uh, in, in, in 98 when they beat Brazil. And he does that with his hair, which yeah. is another oh. miracle. <laughs> oh, the, the wonderful glowing locks. Just having a lot of hair kind of like, almost like get you down at times. Because like, I know whenever I have too much hair or too much facial hair, I feel so sluggish. Yeah, no, I think it's like the aerodynamics of when you're running. <laughs> Do you get it all down? Like, do you tie yeah. your headband? It's, it's, uh, it's not It's not a good look, Chris. It's not a good look. 
I had a shave yesterday, honestly. I feel quite sluggish when, I, when I'm through hairy. <laughs> going for? Got him. I just said all I need to know. N'Golo Kante. Oh, you've gone for him. Okay. See, that... To do it at Leicester was special. Yeah. Doing it at Leicester was special. But then to go to Chelsea and do it again the season after. Mate, just amazing, amazing stuff. And then I will never understand why Sari did what he did to Kante in terms of adjusting him to a different role to put Jorginho in the pivot. I know, I know, I know Sari loved Jorginho, uh, but Kante is Kante, and there's no point in taking Kante away from where he's good at. He's won the World Cup as well. This is a lad that just came from the relatives unknowns of French football. Yeah. Be a world beater. Oh, no. I know. Such a good story. Yeah. When he signed for Leicester, you think, you know, good little player, couldn't have told you an awful lot about him, but it just became so evident of what he was good at. And as you say, it felt like there were two of them. And when, when Angolo Kante is on fire, honestly, seeing him play, someone playing the Super Cup, just seeing someone live, a man of the match. A man of the match by an absolute mile. Say, say Mane because of his two goals. But Kante was everywhere that night on a very hot and humid night in Istanbul, I must add, in August. Yeah. It's too, too hot. It's far too yeah. hot. Yeah. Would you say he's almost in Premier League standards? He's a bit of a cult, a cult status. Oh, well, he's a Leicester City legend. I, I, the word legend gets thrown around a lot. A lot. For Leicester City, they did. Every single member of that squad has to be a legend of that club. Yeah. No doubt whatsoever. Um, and then at Chelsea, he obviously got PFA Player of the Year for Chelsea the year after as well. Just showing the impact that he had and the fact that so many players appreciate what he's good at. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that is, that, that's why I've gone for Kante because he is absolutely everywhere. And the fact that he has been recognised by his peers as well. And he's just, he's, he's got a very nice trophy cabinet for someone that is a late developer, you have to yeah. say. Yeah, he is a uh, late bloomer, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's a shame this season because he has had a lot of injuries this season. And I think Chelsea, Chelsea have done well without him. I have to say Chelsea, I, I've been impressed with Chelsea to be fought in fourth position without them, or without him rather. Um, but uh, he, he's a special player, campaign, as you say. He's a player that you'd love to have in your team because... You'd be about five seconds out the ball, and then you'd have it back. <laughs> it gives you it gives you gives you confidence as well. When you look across, if you play midfield or defence, you look in front of you, or you look to your side. You've got someone like him, and you know he'll work for. He's not working for himself; he's working for the team. Yeah. And to have that next to you is, you know, it'll push you harder and it'll push you on. So I think, yeah, yeah having a player like that is is always beneficial. I mean, to have someone that doesn't stop. If I saw my teammate running. I'd be wanting to run with him. Yeah. Even however late in the game, thinking, right, dig in now. Come on, dig in, dig in, dig yeah. in. Um, and he's a player that absolutely does that 1,000%. Um, so, say, pour moi. Milner. Yourself. Yes, yeah. Um, quite a fun one. <laughs> you, I don't even end products might not even be a part of this. Who do you just enjoy watching? Yeah, no, I think not even on the pitch, off the pitch. I think with Flair, I think you've got to add social media to this as well. So I think going, this is like honourable mentions, but Millie as well. 
Not, not for that there as such. Someone on this list up there for me. Sorry? I've got a bit of a clown on this list, actually, now you mention it. So I've, I've just moved him up for me. <laughs> Go on, Millie, yeah? Uh, yeah, because I think just... I think Flair in the unusual words, in the unusual sense of the word, I think Millie's got to be up there. The way he's taken up the like the boring mantle and how he's like sanding down pebbles and sharpening pencils, I think for me that's just genius. Yeah. But I've, I've got I've gone for a certain like flamboyant like sort of look. So do you remember um, Jibril Cisse? Okay, his, yeah. With his dyed beard, blonde. Um, <laughs> so he's 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 an honourable mention. Yeah. And also, I think Neymar. We've got to mention Neymar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, honestly. His goal, he scored for Santos a few years ago. You could just see that how good the lad was and he's gone from strength to strength to Barca and PSG as well. Yeah. And um, he's someone that, for Brazil, he's, he's going to be their record scorer before long. No, he has to be, yeah. I think, is it Cavani at the moment? Uh, Pele at the moment. What, for PSG? Uh, oh, sorry. I thought you said Brazil. <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, uh, so, no, 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 Brazil, uh, no, it'll be Brazil's record scorer. Cavani, yeah. I, I'm not sure he'll beat Cavani, but he, he'll he'll get a fair few more because with Cavani on his way, presumably. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he'll uh, so much more focus on him. Uh, also, Ronaldinho, in terms of flair. Yeah. Um, but the player I've gone for is um, a certain Mr. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. When you said social media and uh, outside of the outside of the, the game, I did. Yeah. He popped into my head. Mm. To, to pretty much claim LA, Los Angeles as his own city. <laughs> your, your king is here. Yeah, he wrote a... So when he joined, he, he took out a, a page spread on the LA Times and all it said was, in the middle, in tiny writing is, you're welcome. And then Zlatan at the bottom right. <laughs> if that doesn't epitomise flair... I don't. I don't know what does. I do yeah. not know what does. That's just brilliant. And he's been like that the whole, like throughout his whole career. Flair scoring the like what forty yard overhead. Yeah, kick overhead. Yeah, against England. Sweden England game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, it's he, just, I think he's one of a kind, man. Really was one of a kind for that. Like people can call him arrogant. I like that. Yeah, I, I like, like that. that. I, I think you've got to be. How good you are. Why not flaunt it? Yeah. It's not as if he hasn't backed it up as well. I think the only time I can, you know, you say about Barcelona, I think they've still got 20-odd goals that season. Yeah, that, exactly, yeah. That, That's the standard that, that they set at those kind of clubs. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that sounds right up there. I tell you, if you want to talk about social media, oh, right, first of all, well, down the more skillful route to be honest with you okay. um, Adele Tarab arguably the greatest player the championship's ever seen JJ Acocha he's a bit before my time personally to appreciate oh, him fully but Bolton, yeah. I've seen I've seen all the skills I've seen the end product to go with it um, I remember like the, the rainbow flick in the corner yeah all that kind of stuff I've got Neymar on here as well Alan San Maximan I had on this list because okay. I tell you what about Alan San Maximan He's only got um, two, three goals this season. But Newcastle fans have been crying out for a player like him. They have been... Cr- say, since since David Ginola, perhaps. Yes, yeah. They have been 
crying out for a player like him just to be different, just to provide some James with a bit of ooh factor. Yeah. Gets on the ball. They might not know, they might not always know what he's gonna do. But he is. I, I really like Alan Maximan. I really do like him and I think about Adama Traore in the past saying like he could be a player that um got the best out of at Liverpool. I think Alan Maximan he's he's one again that I would take at Liverpool. Um he's someone that just provides that little bit different. You know yeah. what I mean? And on, on so, yeah, he, he, he's great. On social media, he is absolutely fantastic. I want some <laughs> very, very much recommend a follow uh, for him if, if you're on Twitter. Um, but my my player, I think, just growing up, you just have to love Ronaldinho. Oh, okay. so many. I was just, close. I was close yeah. to him. He just made you fall in love with the game, didn't he? Like, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. He, even a toe poke, that toe poke at Stamford Bridge, when he was a little yeah. dance in front of it, and then you're thinking, right, he's got options right, he's got options left, oh my word, just toe poked it in the bottom corner from yeah. 20 yards, and no. Petacek just watches it. Yeah, he's rooted, couldn't do anything. Yeah. There's a, there's a yeah. clip of him in um, training, well, I think he's warming up uh, before a match, and he kicks the ball like, high in the air, and he stops the ball dead, like Chris. Yeah dead with his first touch <laughs> and you're thinking is that ball on a string is it is there velcro involved you just and it's just th- that first touch and the flair that goes along with it like you said is yeah i think yeah he's an he's a player that made you fall in love with yeah. the beautiful game when you look at when you look at his goals as well like just the quality of them as well you could have so many players that, and a lot of brazilian players have it don't they growing up in like futsal culture uh, five aside, that that kind of thing, which is huge, obviously in Brazil, kind of hones that skill a lot more. To be more extravagant, um, yeah. be more just expressive on the ball. And would you would you say would you say he's more street then, like sort of street football? I think I played against Ronaldinho. I'd have to use some tape to put my legs together or something. Don't make me every five seconds. <laughs> if, I, if I played against Ronaldinho, I would go nowhere near him because I'd be terrified of getting nutmeg. Yeah. Endlessly. Make, make it silly, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, when he's a natural talent, absolutely natural talent, it, it really frustrated me the way he left Barcelona. Um, I think well, Pep wanted to play a certain way uh, and obviously then he goes AC Milan. And career kind of goes a bit pear-shaped after that, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but even, even at AC Milan, I remember he, he scored a free kick against Portsmouth in, uh, in the UEFA Cup. <laughs> just, just that ability, man. Honestly, he's a player that, as, as I say, World, well, World Cup winner, of course, Ballon d'Or winner, undoubted quality, and a player that you just, you just love to watch growing up. He's a player that, because of his flair, you'd want to be him on the playground pitch. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, that's, that's why I've gone for Ronaldinho because everyone wanted to be like him. That's a, that's a good oh, reason. Good. I enjoy that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so Ibrahimovic and uh, Ronaldinho. <laughs> that's dangerous. Oh, we are talking about some quality here, man. <laughs> strength. Oh, strength is our next one. Got it. You can go first. Give you go first. You have to give an honourable mention to Akin Fenway, don't you? Oh, he's the, on my list the, as well. The beast. Honestly, you can't not talk about, you can't talk 
about strength and not include Akin Fenwa. Nah. Like, not only for the fact that he's, he's, the, most, he's the strongest player on FIFA. Uh, That's the reason. I actually did a uh, PowerPoint at university for um, like football culture. And it was about, uh, for me, Akin Fenwa being a celebrity. Um, okay. It was about kind of his impact on the game, his impact on all-round life, his impact on popular culture, his impact on football. Because um, he, he won't shy away from it. He'll, he's had plenty of people telling me he wouldn't make it. Plenty oh, no, you would, yeah. I wouldn't make it. Um, but he has, he's beaten all that off. And he has made himself a very good career. You're talking of Swansea, Northampton, uh, Wickham currently. You know, he's a football league player and he's already on the, he's already on the punditry ladder. He's a great character. Really, really yeah. good character. Liverpool fan, of course, as well. You have to throw that yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think it, it's just his personality and the way he yeah. comes. It's just like he's there, like just having a laugh and just enjoying life, yeah. which is obviously yeah. great to see. Little, um, I think he does a little dance as well when he scores. Well, that I quite like. But I, I when, when I was thinking of strengths, I was thinking if I'm a, if I'm a centre back, if I'm a centre back, who wouldn't I want to mark? And if I'm a forward, who wouldn't I want to mark me? Yeah. Um. So those are the two kind of roads I went down, and trust me, I would not want to be marking Akin that No, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. He's not even the, a goal. Uh, He's just so it, strong. Yeah, I think I also want to. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I want to give an honourable mention for strength to Messi. In 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 the sense that he is, yeah. in terms of football, he's quite small. Mm-hmm. But the strength he has to, like, A, shield the ball, and B, just skip away from people. Um, and I think the strengths he showed for in, in relation to his size is amazing. Yeah, and the way he, he can—I don't see him get shoved off the ball. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that's that's another reason I want to, I want, yeah, I want to give him an an honourable honourable mention. Yeah, but by all means, man, by all means. Yeah, but the player I've gone for is go someone you, oh, go I think you you said in episode two, uh, Adama Traore. Oh, <laughs> oh, combine that, oh, combine that pace with this strength, man, Mister. I don't do weight. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not buying that. Not Definitely not, not buying that. Him. He's an absolute monster. When um, when he first burst on the scene, of course he, he got labelled that a no end product, didn't he? Um, yes, yeah. I think he's, that was originally Aston Villa, then Middlesbrough, now Wolves, and now everyone loves a bit of a Dharma Traore. Yeah, and his strength is just absolutely fantastic because. Wolves scored a goal at Tottenham this season. He didn't he didn't set it up, but he his run helped set it up. And the so, three players that tried to muscle him off the ball, and he's like, No, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> not, having, yeah. not having any of that. <laughs> no, not today. No, not, not today. Not today. No, not, not today. No, yeah. he, he, imagine he, imagine Fenway and Torore together in terms of strength. Like you wouldn't get near him. What would be the point? Like, you just bulldoze the people. <laughs> like a juggernaut. I'd imagine, like, I don't know, um, in NFL or in rugby or something, you got the ball, you just go in, and everyone's trying to tackle you, you just like hand off, hand off, hand off. Yeah, bounce it off, yeah. Uh, oh, that, yeah, absolutely. Um, before I say a few more, so Virgil van Dijk. 
Yes, yeah, VVD, yeah. His positioning more than anything, but his strength-wise, he's, he's just a colossus. You've heard so many people now say their most difficult game was against him. Yeah. Uh, Yap Stam. Oh, Man United legend, yeah. Yeah, if anything, I, I wouldn't want... Wow. I wouldn't want him to mark him because I'd be terrified of him. <laughs> <laughs> Just be scared, yeah. and, um, There was a lad at Wolves, similarly to Adama Traore, there was a lad at Wolves a while back called George Elikobi. He uh, okay. was known as a beast again. Just an absolute monster. The player I've gone for, and this is the first player that popped into my head. Now, imagine, a long ball comes towards you. You're a centre-back. Yeah. You're trying to man-mark this striker. How would you fancy your chances against Didier Drogba? Oh, that is a shout. Because I would. That is a shout. I'd even even think of that. Because when I think of strength, I think of sort of defensive. Yeah. But Drogba is a shout. Mate, I think just the day that we were discussing what features we were going to go for, I saw a goal that he scored against Tottenham in an FA Cup semi-final. There was a long ball towards him, and he shielded off the uh, he shielded off the centre back, and then from with his left foot, from a not great of oh, not great. What kind of English is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from a, a hardly ideal angle, left foot top corner, and after using that strength to get that yard, yeah. Honestly, his strength it enabled him you know, with it with his heading with his pace, with just raw strength to muscle off defenders. If you look at his goal-scoring record, it's not the most amazing goal-scoring record in the world, you know. Yeah. But his strength, it always kind of made you, you feel you'd be, in for, you'd be in for a tough game if you were a centre-back. And us as fans watching, thinking, oh, I'll be in for a tough game just watching him. Yeah. And he had, he had a great record against most clubs, to be honest with you. Uh, and his strength played a huge part in that. Drop yeah. is a player that you know, he's a Chelsea icon. He's a Chelsea legend, not least for 2012 uh, in, in the Allianz Arena in the Champions League final. But his strength, I, I wouldn't want. If I was a centre back, I'd probably have to drop off slightly. Do you know what I mean? I, I know we discussed this with regards to pace. If yeah. you were up against someone like Drogba, would you go to him, or would you think? I don't know. How would you cope with that strength? It's it's a difficult question because obviously I'm I don't know like because I'm obviously I'm quite small so <laughs> going, going against people like that I wouldn't I wouldn't have a chance so I know my I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses but if I was a like a, a Yap Stam or a, a Virgil van Dijk again against going against Drogba then I don't know you, maybe you'll have to switch it up maybe go tight to him but yeah. then then he, then he can like shield you can't he yeah so yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's yeah. those those type of like one-on-one battles that gives you a problem that gives you yeah. an option yeah and what what do you do what do you do but yeah drug was um <laughs> great player honestly uh, at international level i know he scored for the ivory coast of the world cup he should have done more at afcon for me that 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 generation of ivory coast players should have won more afcons absolutely they should have because it was the best squad in for me it was the best squad in in africa for few years, quite a few generations. Yeah. Um, but for Chelsea, well, his, his strength, when he first came to England as well, he wasn't young. Or I'd say. 
when uh, when he came to Chelsea originally. It was a bit of a gamble for Mourinho, but it's paid off amazingly. Didn't it? And he yeah. he scored a goal against Liverpool when he he, he turned and hit it left footed, but the strength just to get away from Carragher and Agger, I think it was, and left foot bottom corner. Reina didn't move, um, and he's a player that would have made a lot of teams better. I think yeah. around that time, and player that. If I was going up for a header with him, I'd just hope and pray that I won the header. Yeah. <laughs> if I just win that header, I was getting clapped. <laughs> uh, so, Adama Traore and Didier Drogba. Yeah, for strength. We are we are creating a Frank. We are creating Frankenstein, there, mate. I, I know it's uh, it's scary. I reckon you know, like Alex Ferguson said, like if you want me to win the Champions League, get me ten pieces of wood and Zinedine Zidane. I reckon if you get us 10 pieces of wood and the players we're creating, that, that will win you the Champions League. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Might not even need the wood. Just give the ball to the player and just let him do everything. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode four of uh, the Football Chat and the latest edition of our Perfect Player series. Uh, next episode, we're going to be looking at the hands for goalkeeper, uh, passing, first touch and dribbling. Now, I've already got some names written down, to be honest, mate, because I'm looking forward to talking about who we could be talking about next week. Yeah, so have I. So have I. Uh, so we'll just recap, recap what we've uh, done uh, for this week's episode. So Vision, Andrea Pirlo, Stamina, Angolo Kante, Flair, Ronaldinho, and Strength, Didier Gobba for myself. And for you, Bob? Uh I've gone for Vision. I've gone for Skulls. Um, stamina, I've gone for James Milner. Flair, I've gone for Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and Strength, I've gone for Traore. Fantastic, fantastic. Lovely choices there. Well, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Football Chat. We really appreciate your support, and thank you to everyone at Beans Media for their support in creating this podcast as well. If you've enjoyed it, subscribe to us on Spotify, and we're going to leave our social media channels at the end of the podcast as well. So thank you very much for the support, and cheers for listening. If you would like to follow us on social media, all of my handles are at PalFaze. And if you want to follow me on social media, go to Twitter and follow at CCoughlin1995.